Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast Miracle Mindset. Where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice. But if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. So as you know, we currently don't have a sponsor yet. We don't really want to get anything on unless you fully believe in it. So whilst we wait for the perfect sponsor, we're going to sponsor ourselves. So as you will probably have seen by now, we do have our first product out. We're so, so, so proud and happy with it. It's a deck of 50 affirmation and journal prompt cards. So the reason behind doing this is we've had affirmation cards before where we've not felt like they were that personal to us or didn't kind of resonate with them. So we've made it so that you can really delve a little bit deeper into your mind, your journey, what's true to you. Yeah, so we've split a lot of the questions up between like relationships, career, mindset, and with the affirmation comes a journal prompt. So each morning we want you to stay off your phones, journal, get a little bit more mindful, and the affirmations, when you obviously delve a little bit deeper into them, they'll manifest easier for you, you'll feel so much more aligned to them, and we're so excited to bring you them. So it's 50 days of consistent journaling for you reprogramming your mind and we know how important it is to do that so we're so excited to bring you them you can buy them on our website or our etsy store message us on instagram if you have any other questions we'll obviously always be happy to speak to you but yeah hopefully you love them as much as we do hi everyone welcome to our episode um so today we were meant to be meeting up (laughs) and my mum, bless her, has, made it, has bought us some afternoon tea. She had the scones, she had the Prosecco, but me and Jen are just so lazy that we'd rather do it on Zoom. <laughs> you know what? Like, the less you do, the less you do. I agree. I genuinely like, I think when you're on the go, um, I don't know actually you say that. I went to work yesterday and it was the first time yesterday. <laughs> I went work on Friday and it was the first time I've been in the office for three weeks. That's the most I've done. I got up, I got the train. And by yeah, the but time that's because I- you had like, you had time at home before that to do all the other things. Cause I didn't, I've been up at 6 every day this week to get things done. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Go on my girl. So the more you do, the more you do, you've done more. And yet <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Um, I know though, we've been very, very busy guys. So another new venture for Jen and Robert. So you've probably seen it on Miracle Mindsets if you follow us. But we are actually doing candles. It was very, I don't even know how we got into it, but. <laughs> you just suggested, didn't you? We want to, like, we are going to start up a shop, but with like more relevant <laughs> things, like maybe affirmation cards for writing a journal, things like that. But then obviously these candles going round and we were both buying a couple over Christmas for gifts and then we just bought them as well, didn't we? A lot of people do that, you know. So where I work, they initially used to be employees for a company that did a similar thing but found a niche. So they worked in like a social work recruitment company and thought, hmm, like there's, there's not enough of a niche here, like we can do it. So both of them off the popped. Now they're probably in Monte Carlo somewhere. We don't know. <laughs> Wait, who's this? So the people that run your company or the people that the people at work work for? 
the people that the pe- loads of people that come to my company seem to branch off and do their own things similar oh. to it but loads of people me. I think that's the thing isn't it like my company is such such a niche like so random but loads of the big salespeople that work there go and make their own of the same thing <laughs> It's so mad, isn't it? Yeah. I always think as well. So, like, someone said to me the other day, it was one of our friends, actually, Jen J. But um, they said, they were like, oh, no, I can't do that because it's, like, so many people do it and it's so saturated. And I think so is everything. If you Mm -hmm. want to be a YouTuber, there's billions of users. Do you know what I mean? But whatever whatever you have is something unique like people listen listening to this podcast or listen to our podcast and have messaged us found our message good whereas like so you might be one of a million but as long as you're doing something relevant and some giving things that people need to hear you're winning yeah so true yeah. and um like so before I sent you that thing didn't I on coffee pods and Dragon's Den in Australia called the Shark's Tent. <laughs> no, Shark's Tank, not Tent. <laughs> <laughs> Shark's Tent at the moment, guys. They're going camping. Um, <laughs> and this guy worked for like a massive coffee brand, I can't remember what it's called, say like Kenko, and then got headhunted for the rival, like Nespresso, went to work there, saw how much money they were making just so easily, and he was obviously getting like a fraction of it, but doing all the work. So when, so like, bearing in mind, there's already two massive ones that he's worked for just there, went off and made his own, doing like exactly the same thing, just made it like a bit more sustainable and was turning over four million or like $4 million profit in the first 14 months. That is crazy. I know. So there is space for everything, isn't there? Well, and I think the thing is of everything, I've only really realised this now, but, or you, or we've, um, and not just now, we've both learned it for a while, but like everything is selling. You sell yourself, mm. you sell a product. It you is sell, on a date, you are selling yourself. Like everything's selling. So I don't ever think you should feel guilty for putting necessarily a price on things or payment for your time. Like I think people that start up things are quite nervous because they're like, oh, like I don't know if anyone would pay this amount for something that I would do but someone else is doing it we've said this in a previous podcast haven't we like getting paid six pound an hour to be doing the same thing as someone sixty thousand pound an hour would be doing I know genuinely and like I seen this thing the other day it was like if somebody's asking you to do something for free because they're on a budget or really cheap you have a budget as well like you've got your rent to pay bills to pay places to like we've so literally let's use our candles for for an example me and Jen for the past week have sweated (laughs) every night every day there's been hair basically been like slave labor slave laborers to miracle mindsets this week yeah we have fully took on another 30 hour job like after work on my lunch (laughs) time (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you're in work like the whole time <laughs> yeah literally like honestly our family hate us at the minute there's wax 
everywhere it's on the mic with it's on my dad's shoes like <laughs> they're all getting so involved in it aren't they like your dad was melting candles this morning my mum was making them all day <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's all in the name of love um, mm-hmm. so what we've decided this podcast is going to be on today is focusing on yourself we said that, didn't we, Jenge? Um, putting your first foot forward and knowing in your gut to make the right decision. We posted something on Miracle Mindsets the other day um, about trusting yourself and making your own decisions. And I think a lot of us are so quick to ask other people, what are you going to wear tonight? Like, oh, what, what shade do you think is best for me? Oh, like, should I go for this job? What do you think about this new guy that I'm speaking to? we're asking everyone else these questions but we're not asking ourselves them and we're the only ones that are in that experience and knowing the answer so yeah and you're so quick to believe something that somebody else tells you like for example I said the other day because I want to move to London for a bit but I don't I want to obviously work on miracle mindsets like I want to have time for myself so it's like oh maybe I'll do a course down there like best of both worlds work a bit like have more spare time so to someone and straight away they were like no definitely that's the worst thing you could ever do do not study in London and I just like at first I was like oh yeah okay definitely yeah agreeing with them and then I took a step back and I was like actually I don't want to be in your position so why would I take your advice exactly and I I've I remember us being in countries and we were traveling like we were flat we were in Thailand weren't we and then we were saying to people oh we're going to Laos next like we had the flight booked so there's no there's no way we weren't going and people were like oh god why are you going there like literally it's so boring you should come with us to this place or you should come with us to that place and it really like we were like oh god like oh apparently Laos awful like we and if we would have made that decision then to not go we wouldn't have experienced one of our favorite places ever like and the same with do you remember like Bangkok we went to it first and then went down we're meeting other people and they were all like oh my god like don't go to Bangkok like we absolutely hated it it's horrible horrible city and we're like we've just been there for five days and we had the best like five days ever yeah literally and then when we ended up going back we didn't like it did we and I think it's because we've been listening to all these negative things about it that we started to pick it all out yeah and the thing is you can never know have an opinion on something that you've never done so until you've experienced it and sit like you ask for someone's opinion but is it a valid opinion is it something that you should take and like I think a big lesson that I've learned is like first of all don't ask for people's opinions (laughs) or like ask for someone's opinions who's living that life that you want to live like if you're asking someone um like someone advice about money who is obviously not good with money or who has a negative perception on money or who's had bad money experiences themselves what kind of advice are you going to get and more often than not it's going to be something that isn't going to serve you isn't going to help you move forward isn't going to help you to think oh god like better start saving now and oh I've got a really good budget plan whereas the same as if you ask someone a relationship 
relationship advice when they've broke up with two they've broke up with two boyfriends they're not good in relationships you know that they've got a track record like who are you asking the advice from and is it advice that is going to be for your best self like would your best self want to take that advice yeah and like yeah like you say I'd say definitely are you looking for advice or an opinion like do you want to know how to get there or are you looking for somebody to put you off because I think sometimes like okay if I'm not sure about it and I'm like oh like and you almost look for them to agree with the part of you that's telling you not to do it or that's telling you what you want to do do you know what I mean oh my god yes so like literally if you were like oh like honestly because the thing is sometimes when you're asking advice as well you're saying it from the feeling that you're giving so yeah say that oh like I don't know whether to go uni like I'm really scared that I'm thinking it's so much money and I'm not really sure in the course but somewhere deep down you obviously have wanted you want to go uni in some in some sense of the word that you want to go university because you wouldn't be asking the question otherwise yeah exactly. but you're so true like if if you're speaking to a a person that's gearing towards a negative mindset and you're saying "Mm, like I don't know whether to like I don't know whether to take the plunge and and book that flight because I don't know like if I meet anyone, I'll be on my own. Like I've heard traveling's really dangerous. Is someone who's scared of flying or very, very like if I asked my mum that, what would her answer be, Jen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, no, I've watched the serpent. Oh my god, backpackers are terrible. They're literally all <laughs> they're all in danger. Whereas like someone who's traveled the world, I remember before we went traveling, do you remember him? I forgot what his name is now, but remember me. And I'm gonna say, um, what was his one that we followed on like, oh my, on um, Snapchat or Instagram or something, and he was dotting about. Yeah, he was literally dotting about everywhere. What was his name? I can't remember. I literally, that wasn't like well known. I don't even know why we followed him. I think I must have tagged that hashtag travel or something. <laughs> hashtag travel. But, Hashtag travel, baby. But I literally remember looking up, like, honey, oh, I should know his name, I don't know. But I was asking him everything. I was like, oh, my God, what's it like to travel? Da, da, da. And he was literally, like, giving me X amount of countries to go, why we should go here, what's the best place? Like, whereas if I'd have asked my mum, I'd be sat in my room now, I'd have gone downstairs and asked my mum, and she'd fill me with all this, like, basically her own opinion on what she thinks is true about about traveling but she's she's never done it herself so don't ever get advice of someone who hasn't been there themselves really yeah because then you're just getting like and they're not fully considering what you might want to do like the person at like work who just went to me oh you definitely shouldn't do that like that would be the worst thing you could do wasn't considering or didn't know the fact that I'd wanted to live in London for years and knew full well what it would be like to live there. I know people that live there, and like, so I know what the experience would be like. It was just quick off the tongue, like, no, it'd be the worst thing you can do. Some people actually live so out of fear, don't you, though? Like, they live out of, like, oh, like, I wouldn't do that if I were you, or, oh, like... But, like, yeah. I think as well, I think with you, Jen, you're so good at this. Like, I remember very early, early on, like, I used to be so scared of like being vulnerable, didn't I? It was just a thing for years, wasn't it? Like I'd yeah. never let anyone in. 
cold cold hearted <laughs> like I, I just wouldn't and like I'd always try that ever since like you've known me if there was ever a boy I just cut it off would I'd all like it'd get really good and I'd be like nope I'm leaving <laughs> like and if I would have like I would sometimes ask advice of people who'd be like oh yeah like you're free you're really young you're free spirited just like just leave it like there's plenty of fish in the sea whatever whereas someone who knows you and knows your insecurities knows your fears know what know kind of like deep down that it may be like maybe what you're saying on the surface sounds like you don't want it but Mm -hmm. like for example you Jen like you always knew like Sam like you always get quite fearful in these situations like he's a really good guy da 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 and like you need you need to be taking advice of someone who who knows you and who knows that like if Jen was like to me I don't want to go to London like such a big place of rent so expensive I'd be like what are you playing at Jen like it's such a big world that there's so many other people doing it. I know that you want to do it. Whereas if Jen asked six-year-old Margaret from work, who's worked there for 20 years, <laughs> she'd be like, oh, God, no, Jen, you need to work up the ladder, baby. Yeah, and I'd come out of it like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the right decision because, like, they're playing to my fear. They're playing to the part of me that's a bit anxious about it, like, is looking for a reason to say no. But, yeah, I think, think the reason that, like we ask answers is because we're scared to fulfill our best lives then yeah a little bit like I think like what if it is I think it's hard to picture yourself with everything going right like what if it is as good as I think it will be like what if I've set my expectations too high that I can't try and fulfill them because anything short of it like won't be enough I need to make sure it's perfect yeah or sometimes you could think instead so like my my dream if this world could be like this like everyone would be living the best I was like oh my god I want to move to New York in six months I can't wait to get an amazing job like I'm going to apply now to the best jobs that I want to get and speak to people and go to forums I'm so excited oh my god this is amazing no one thinks like that it's like oh my god like literally what a big jump this is crazy oh my god (laughs) say I don't get a job and that kind of control that worry we said this isn't it like worry is such a weight for you to feel like you've got control over things like like worrying means that you suffer twice essentially like it's never happened it's not happened it's a complete future scenario that hasn't happened yet and it could be the complete opposite to to what happens but you worrying and trying to control it and always trying to think of the worst case scenario almost means that if it does happen and it is the worst case scenario you've cushioned the blow a little bit and you've like oh I expected this of myself oh like I knew I wouldn't meet the man of my dreams in New York I knew it was all do you know what I mean Mm. yeah definitely like you are just scared of like what if this grand plan goes wrong and I've told all these people and like this is everything I've been working up towards what if it's not as good as I think it's going to be I wrote a post on my mindsets today and it was like basically just going on about how you're the only time that matters to you is your own and like you might get your dream job and then quit the next year you might meet your husband and then get divorced like life carries on it's not gonna if you try something it's the wrong decision you can still go forward with it but if it's if you've got that little bit of like inkling to do it it's better to always find out than to stay wondering isn't it 
I love that. Oh my God, I love that gal. I was just thinking then, remember when we first sent traveling? When you're so scared of what other people think, aren't you? Like, I remember us going, and my dad was like, You will never last more than six months traveling. Like, you yeah, will. So my auntie said it to me. She's like, You'll be back in three months. She won't like that time away. Exactly. That's, I mean, another people's opinions forced on us, but we were literally, we had goodbye parties, we quit both of our jobs. It was a pressure. Like, imagine if we got there for four weeks and didn't like it, we'd have probably still stayed because you're like, Oh my God, we've told everyone that we're leaving. Now we can't physically go back. <laughs> well, we were only meant to be going for like, was it six months? It started off as like three months and then people started saying six months. So we just kind of went along with it. And then by the time we were going, it was nine months. We were on the plane and we were like, oh my God, like <laughs> we go for yeah. nine now. Oh my God. So we got, so when we first bought our, when we first bought our like, traveling experience you want to say like the part part and parcel it was a six month job basically and like I don't know why we ever thought we'd get a working holiday and I was in leave after two months anyway it was nine it must have been nine months but we were flying back nine months after we planned to travel oh, yeah wasn't it, about it was that, like, yeah. yeah so we were only initially going to go for nine months and then we got the we had a flight back from Australia in September and then we were like oh I just love us so much so literally I forgot about this this is class I know so we literally we finished our little farm work absolutely hated it so decided to go and live in an Airbnb with like two Brazilians four people from London <laughs> it was just a strange time to be honest a German. and a German yeah quit our literally quit our jobs and got into the back of a Renault Clio we were like <laughs> We went on a night out, didn't we? It was at the hostel, and some two people were like, we're leaving tomorrow. And it was like, we got this little word of, oh my God, like this is our escape. And we're like, we're coming, we're coming. Totally forgot next morning, banging on our door. And there's just pictures of us asleep with like all this luggage around us in the back of the car. <laughs> and that's when we got pulled into the woods. Remember? Oh, down. Oh my God. <laughs> we just have had the weirdest experiences. Some woman, like, took I'm gonna we'll probably tell that we're gonna do like a traveling stories podcast but she literally was like she was at the information desk in like some little country town because we needed to get to I don't even know where we needed to get to but we needed a train somewhere but they were really like unpredictable and we couldn't get there by foot so this lovely one was like yeah sure I'll take you like I'll do that I would lovely house as well like it's literally got four bedrooms <laughs> oh my god I wasn't even thinking of this oh really is there another one so, yeah. so literally this one was like yeah like I've got four bedrooms for you girls like you can get a nice share and then I'll get you um I'll get you on the train there and I was like you were like oh what a lovely woman perfect like so we got there before with like all of our bags she took us to her house it was like a static caravan and she like, oh my God, she was a weirdest, like she was like cohesing with like the ground owner of the caravan site. And like they kept whispering and like he kept looking at us and she locked the car with all of our stuff in it. And like, she kept saying like, girls, do you like Enrique Iglesias? <laughs> no, she was going, do you want to freshen up girls? Do you want to freshen up? I'll show you the blog so you can freshen up. Oh yeah, oh no. And then literally she's like, hey girls, do you like Enrique Iglesias? And then like started blasting him so loud. We were sat outside the house like 
And one of us got a gut feeling and we were like, this really, like, this isn't right. But we'd already paid for our ticket. And so, like... She was going to take us to the train station as well that was, like, in the middle of nowhere, wasn't she? Well, that's... I mean, like, we didn't know this at the time, but our mates had... Our mates had dropped us off at this random place because we were getting the train from there and then left to go to Sydney. And one of us got a gut feeling and we were just like, oh my God, like just ring them, just tell them to turn around. So they did. And like literally like the woman had gone to us. She's like, just going to be a minute girls. But like, it was getting dark. She kept this weird, weird man was just involved. And like, it was just very, very strange basically. And then, um, oh, and then, yeah, so we got, we ended up, a car was unlocked in the end, wasn't it? I don't know if she went in for something, but a car was unlocked. We literally grabbed our bags and she was gone, got in their car, but we we were like to them, oh, can you drop us off at the train station? Because, like, we need to get the tickets back. And they took us there. Oh, my God. Like, it was down, like, the the smallest path. And, like, people were looking out the windows, glaring down that pathway. Oh, my God. And you couldn't even get so to the... You could not get to the train station by car. After that, it was, like, a dark trail by foot. We were allowed like, to go over the track, I think. Like, literally, it was under bridges. It was, like, the middle of nowhere. It was Murder Valley. It was Murder Valley. We were literally, oh, my God. We've literally saved ourselves. But we it had is We escaped Murder Fully. What? We fully escaped murder with that. I totally forgot about that. She was a very weird woman, wasn't she? She was just like, but she was at the information centre and then I think when she said, oh, like, well, you can come to my house, girls. First of all, we should have noticed that that was really weird. Like, imagine if you went to buy a ticket from the train station, Virgin <laughs> Active, Virgin <laughs> Mail, whatever it's called, at Bank Key, and they went, um oh yeah like you can come back to my house first come we to should. my house and freshen up my house and freshen up before you wait for your train oh my god we're stupid what one were you thinking of i was thinking of when we got in the car and um they were staying at that cabin again oh <laughs> our forte um and it was literally like in the arse end of nowhere. It was so far down. It's at the very back of the um, campsite. But this is with like a couple of people that we sent me knew from the hostel. What was his name? Juan. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't Juan. We'd, we'd watched Split a few days before the film. Yeah. And then so we got... <laughs> no one knows Split. If no one knows Split. It's like... A bald man who like changes into like seven different people. Like one day is a woman called Patricia. One day is like. Oh. And anyway, so we got to this cabin, like really old, the back end of nowhere, no lights, freezing cold, and we were just like laying in bed when we first got there with this Sandra. And um, I honestly think sometimes I say these stories, and I think it's hilarious that it was actually us there, and we're just sat in our comfy little rooms at home again. You know I know, I mean? literally, literally, it feels literally. like we're in the time warp or something. Yeah. But so we were laying in bed with this girl, and um, oh, I nearly said his name again. I can't remember. And the guy was outside, and he was like, "I'm just getting something." He was like really quiet, wasn't he? And then we just. <laughs> <laughs> We just heard like <laughs> click clopping up, <laughs> up down like the ledge, um, like stairs outside, like literally Walking like the door. 
like high heels so walking how have, you, how have you been ages haven't you been like an hour and you looked like oh my god yeah. and then, and then i don't know what within us clicked but we were just like oh my god he's split like he's split he's he's out there he's gonna it's come Patricia. in yes, it's Trisha. <laughs> But we were getting proper creeps out because it was going on for ages, just this like slow walk. He's probably on the phone or something, if you think about it. Yeah. But this slow walk in heels going up and down. And I was fully convinced that Patricia was going to walk. <laughs> yeah, we looked at, oh my God, it's been too long. This is not on. Sorry, everyone. We really don't really know where we were up to with that. I think we went a little bit off topic. Um, but obviously, we we're talking previously before. I don't really know where we lost. But um, just about you knowing deep down what is best for you. I think if you ever have to ask the question about something like, should I make that move? Should I do that? Like, always question if it's fear asking or if it's love asking. Like, if you were looking at it through fear, would you, are you asking to move because you don't know whether you're sure because you're scared or because you might not make any money or you might not or should I or are you looking at it through love like oh should I move to this city because how many friends could I meet and how much could I do because I think that like a lot of people have asked me in Jen about traveling loads of people actually like oh like how do you how do you do it how do you travel how do you like did you make friends easy like I've heard it's so expensive and it's just one of them where you think like just go and experience it like you shouldn't like if you know that it's something that you want to do but there's fear inside you're like think of it as a go sound the only way you're ever going to grow is if you just take the leap of faith and like trust that you're gonna you're gonna make it all right because I think that when you when you're focus too much on other people's opinions and what you should do it's always always going to be from their level of like perception if they're not a traveler they're not going to give you advice like they're not going to give you advice to push you to travel if they don't like London they're not going to give you advice about how great London is and why you should go and make friends I think we all need to be ready to like take a big leap as soon as we can do you know what I mean like this quarantine is like the ultimate holding yourself back really like this is what it would be if things never changed if you never took new like made new friendships went new places like this is literally like the ultimate of that like literally just in your comfy little home not really doing anything nothing new or exciting happening so like remember when you tell yourself now like god i'm never gonna say no to a new opportunity to travel or to go out or like a new exciting job or move or something I'll never say no to that again remember that for when the opportunity arises again like remember this feeling of being so like the same day in day out and like use it to fuel your next action that is so true literally so true because I genuinely think as much as people are struggling with lockdown and struggling with like we're, we all are struggling with just the same routine. The only thing really that people are missing is time with the friends and going out to pubs and bars. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you can do that in any city, even if you yeah. jump for the career that you want to jump for. You can like you can have that anywhere. So I think that like this, wow, Jen, you've hit a nail on the head there. Like I think that truly 
look if you looked back at yourself because you know what yeah our 20s and I never ever want to put pressure on myself or anyone else but like this is the time where if you want to start something and it falls apart or falls to shit if you waste your money on that business that didn't work out if you post something that didn't get many responses like the lesson learned but you're the one who's going to grow like I think over the past couple of years like me and Jen have done stuff that Fair enough, we could have done a lot more. We've all we're we're people sometimes that think that do beat ourselves up and say, like, why are we still back at home when we've literally traveled so long? Why I was thinking that even yesterday, I was like, oh my god, like what on earth am I still doing here? For a year, I've not been able to do anything else. Like, why do we beat ourselves up so bad? Yeah, we we do beat ourselves up so bad. And like I responded to someone actually on Miracle Mindsets the other day because so many people are putting pressure on themselves about age about like the finances nothing's ever enough because like I, I should be doing my dream job I should be traveling I should be this but the option isn't in your hands at the moment and when it is yeah listen to more of our podcasts listen to pushing yourself more listen to the podcast where we're telling you like it's only you that can do it yeah take responsibility when when you do have the option I think like if if the only thing holding you back is you then you need to make that change but right now when you can't travel you can't see your friends you can't go to the gym you can't do this you can't do that don't sit in your room and think that you're wasting your time because everyone's in the same boat and it's not in your control this time but I, I think sometimes like there's that victim mindset which I fall into as well sometimes where I think oh like now's not the time or mm, like I don't think I could do that or or like or even judging like oh god like why are they there and I'm here but at the end of the day right now just be a bit kinder to yourself work figure out the things that you need to make the jump on or you want to make the jump on like comfort zone is not where you grow ladies and gents it's it's just like comfortable there do you know what I mean like even for me sometimes I know how good it feels to get out of it but I'm just like oh if you feel if I was feeling like that how would you say to push past it I was coming out of all these buts and ifs and like what what would happen if what would you tell me well give me an example of something now that you're questioning okay um so if I was like oh um I'm thinking that I'll do this course in London but oh it's a couple of years and like what if like I've not got the money to support me or what if I don't like it then I'm stuck into it then or what if I don't meet people well I'd say like well what like what what has made you want to do the course in the first place where's the idea came from like I think it would be good in the long run like it's not the course I'm questioning but it's like the life around it I, I wish that I had had the course three years earlier or like I wish that do you know what I mean like I wish that it wasn't now or I also want to travel and what if I'm stuck or no guy you didn't answer the question so what made you want to do the course in the first place or move to London uh, I've always wanted to live in London to be fair and I think like I remember when we were in Sydney speaking to one of like an Uber driver and he was like oh yeah I moved to Sydney I absolutely love it here but it wasn't the place in my 20s like I lived in London for my 20s such a fun time oh wow and like when you when you like picture London what do you picture like what would your ideal situation in London be like money I do think is a big thing to be fair because 
like say uh, like I couldn't I would never now go back to like a part-time job at like a shop or something like that because I just wouldn't want to put myself through that because like I wouldn't enjoy it mm. um but then obviously it is an expensive place girl you're not see this is the thing that's what we all do they like so I've just asked you what would your ideal life in London be and you come back with but money oh it's such an expensive place that's what we all do we don't focus on like oh my god like I just asked her what your ideal life in London would be like picture it like like what would you be doing what would your friends be like like what what is London for you why do you want to go so much <laughs> this question's so backfired on me <laughs> <laughs> I know really because you're asking me um okay so my ideal life in London would be very on the go um I'd be out a lot of the time like surrounded by friends and like just good times very active but just like as in with city life not necessarily like hitting the gym every day but could imagine going to a few classes or like on long walks with people big like Saturday nights out Sunday roasts like a very 20s with your friends lifestyle I'd say okay so what I'd say to that is like literally well you personally you've literally done that 24 hours away in Australia like you had that life Someone told you Sydney was so expensive and yet you found an unreal job that could fund that and help you travel to seven other different countries whilst you were doing that. I'd also say that London, fair enough, it might be expensive, but how do you know that you couldn't get a job that paid unreal? How do you know that you couldn't have a contact? I think expensive as well is such a thing that's pushed on by other people. Like I met these two people in the park yesterday um like someone that I went primary school with and I was like oh um like my our friends just moved to London and straight away they're like oh what are they paying for rent but like they're like it's what you value isn't it they're still living at home but the one in London is living with all their friends like enjoying life on the daily and that's the thing like you you do it once you're there and you're paying the price like you make it work like Jen always says speculate to accumulate so like yeah. speculate to accumulate like once you're there yeah if, if I had listened to everyone saying Sydney was one of the most expensive cities in the world that like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone and found a house but like you you make it work when you take the leap and I think that like literally when you listen this fact and listen to me you asking me you telling me them and asking me them questions like we all focus on like what if what if what if because we're so worried about what doesn't happen but we don't think about what could go well. Like you could move to London, Jen, in July and find like and meet an unreal person who has a job for you, who knows someone else who can get an even better job for you. Before you know it, you're on like double the amount that you're on here. You live in with like a bunch of four girls. So like the rent's a little bit cheaper. It's a bit of a box, but they turn out to be your best friends. So you're going out every weekend with them. And it's so sunny anyway. So you can just go and get cocktails and go for drinks on the green and, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one thinks of decisions like that. They think of, oh, like, and you know what? I'm guilty for this. I'm going to listen to so back true. 20 times. <laughs> that is so, so true, though, because I would say the exact same to you. I'd be like, why are you thinking like this? But then the same as we can tell, like, all of you, like, people listening to this, oh, like, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. But we say sometimes, don't we, like, practice what you preach, girls, mm-hmm. like, you can't tell other people to do it if you're not willing to do it yourself. 
Yeah, I like literally. So I was sat in the car. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm an emotional person, guys. Just letting you know. But I got home from work, an eight-hour day, and we've like thanks so much, by the way, if you've ordered the candle. Just saying thanks. <laughs> but like we've literally <laughs> been making them for weeks. And so anyway, I've got him. Um, I got home after like a nine-hour day. I'd already planned to have a lovely night with Callum. Like it was all just planned, and I like the idea of control, like having it all boxed off, it all lovely, all planned out well. I peeled back the wax, and like she had the biggest white arse, and the whole rest of her body was bright pink. I was like, oh no! You take hours to set, and I was like, I've wasted a whole day. People want these candles. I've not done anything. I've not been productive. And like Callum literally sat back to me and was like, whoa, like listen, to, listen, Sam. Like if you were to give like advice to me what would you say and I was like to be fair like you have done a full hour day at work like you read your book on the train like like you've done you've tried your candles you're gonna make another one now you've had a lovely night with your boyfriend and I was like god like you can beat yourself you can be your own worst enemy so bad and like it's something that definitely I need to work on everyone needs to work on but I think the only way that you're gonna live a joyful like prosperous life with genuinely like and get what you want and move to new cities is if you're kind enough to yourself to think like what could go right now like what could go right like I can do this and start to come at it with a, a, a bit of faith rather than a bit of worry so bloody true it is so so true though like we don't speak to ourselves like we'd speak to other people I know genuinely and I think as well like what I've realized and I'm I was on a walk the other day and I was just like, oh God, like it's all working out. It's all together. Like if I would never have like left Oz, I'd never have met Callum. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'd never have gone to Dubai, I'd have never started my YouTube. Like if me and Jen wouldn't have like got together on that day and kept getting annoyed that we were never making anything, we wouldn't have made Miracle Mindsets. And then if we weren't wanting to make more money, we'd never started to like make candles. I just think like, take the next step if you know if you're not happy with your life right now and not happy with where you are and you think I could be living a better life or I deserve to live a better life then what are you playing at like you you know what you want to do this is what the podcast is about like stop sitting there just looking at other people living the life that you want to live and start to realize that you can live that if you take the first step but obviously it's it is overwhelming sometimes thinking like oh my God, I just want to be an entrepreneur that is like free and traveling to the Maldives, but like break it down. We always want the end result, but we're not willing to like make the first step. Say that again. We always want the end result, but we're not willing to take the first step. Yeah, 100%. Not ready for like the little bits. We're all like, this society though is genuinely like, we are just all very like, we need it now, we want it now. And it's about time and it's about actually enjoying the process. And like, I think when I took a step back today, I literally thought like I was, but like literally even just like grabbing my Prosecco, I was like, oh, I'm buzzing for a little podcast. And I don't know, like, I just think you've got to, it's not up to anyone else's opinion on what you should do. Like, if you know that something's not working for you in your life, if you know that you're not happy, if you know that you'd rather be doing something else than the boring job that you're doing now, like, 
it's only up to you but stop asking for the others opinions because you do know deep down you do know and you should trust yourself more so you're not actually confused about what to do you just need the courage to do what you know is right Mm, I love that so bloody true like we all know what we love to do like or at least like to do like just get the ball rolling with things me and Jen honestly like little us in Australia at the end didn't think that we'd have our own little podcast and we'd be doing things and like even the things we love doing now as well like Jen's looking at different courses that I doubt even crossed your mind two years ago do you know what I mean but just have the faith people people have the faith (laughs) yeah and know that like opportunity will come again it can feel like or how long can we be locked down for? Like, it was literally this time last year we started to all hear about COVID. But there is an end in sight. Yeah, there is. is and you There's know what, like... They've had it. This is, ta- this is a time that you probably are blessed with a little bit. Like, Saturday night, Sunday night, I've never been working on something for myself. I've been hungover. I've been out on the Saturday. Like if it's if you want to do like a PT course, if you just want to start reading more, like this is the time that you've got where you probably won't get it back when real life starts again, to be honest. So take the like make the most of it. Just do what it is that you want to do or have the courage to let go of things that aren't serving you as well. Like if there's fr- if there's people that are in your friendship group or in your life that aren't helping you be the best version of yourself like don't be afraid to actually have the courage and love yourself enough to start to move forward with things and take the first step I don't know what the first step looks like for you but if you want to do something do the research if you want to start getting fitter like just literally do 10 minutes a day it's just it's just one of them things at the end of the day like you don't need other pain, anyone else's opinion to take the first step to a better life for yourself. Love that, literally so true. What would you do if everyone else's opinion wasn't there, was irrelevant, you couldn't ask for it, if you didn't know what anyone else was doing? And yeah, you if, you, if you didn't see Instagram, if you didn't have Instagram, what would you be doing? If you're looking for what you think you should do, what do you think or what do you get excited about when you're on your own when you're in lockdown you've not had any other influences around your ages? because I know for me like I'll literally over the Christmas holidays or even a weekend sometimes I can get so excited about something but then Monday comes and like I start to see limitations or like oh maybe I should work my way up at this job but it's not what I want to do I know the weekend will come like I won't want to do that again so like the same as what I was saying with lockdown and you see all these opportunities that you want to say yes to when like things start up again remember what you want to do write it down vision board it journal it like keep that vision in mind so that you don't get swept up and forget about it when things start up again so true I think as well if you're jealous of someone or like you're looking at other people's something if you're looking at someone else and thinking oh like literally wish it wish I was there wish I was there more don't use that as a way to beat yourself up or tie yourself down but actually ask yourself like what is it I'm getting jealous of like what is it that I need more of in my life of that if you love someone like if you love watching someone's career 
or like you think oh they've got such a good job like write it down like Jen said like it's something that obviously is niggling at you like and you have the capability to do it but you need to like we've done it we've done an episode on like action haven't we and just like have we have we done an episode on action (laughs) we will do an episode on action once we take some action (laughs) um but I think yeah jealousy you you actually put a quote on this didn't you but jealousy is a way to fuel your jealousy into inspiration like whatever you're seeing that's triggering you is something that you obviously want more of yourself otherwise you wouldn't be jealous of it like if you see someone with loads of money and think like oh god like look at them again flashing the cash it's because you feel you don't have money or you lack money or you want more money whereas if you had a a billion pound you'd be like oh look at him he has a lovely yacht do you know what I mean so take that kind of jealousy and like fuel it into inspiration and fuel it into figuring out what more you want in your life yeah I love that so so true because jealousy is such like a horrible feeling it's such a horrible feeling it's a very low vibe let me tell you ladies and gents eat out the zoom Jen sorry you know I don't like those toes thank you so much for listening I really hope you enjoyed it it's going to be on a little bit later maybe Monday what do you what are you thinking Jen Sunday or Monday whenever yeah maybe Sunday at 10 or Monday at 9 um, but we really hope you enjoyed it and we will see you next week on Miracle Mindset thank you bye bye